Welcome to East Meets West, episode 415. I'm Tom Merritt. 415. I'm Roger Chang, the other half of the show. The uh, Some would say the better half. I, I would not disagree with uh, anyone who makes that claim. It would probably be you saying it. I would not disagree with you <laughs> making that claim. Uh, but I bet, I bet there might be some other people say it too. I might say I, it. I, I, I hope so. I mean, not that I wouldn't uh, enjoy uh, positive uh, critiques from you. Uh, it would be nice to uh, <laughs> have an audience member affirm uh, that uh, maybe I'm doing So something. Jason, if you're still listening, let us know. Uh, why, why does it have to be a better or a worse half in any, in any pairing? You know, it's funny. I was, it's interesting you bring this up. So I was watching this, uh, a series of, uh, comedic dialogues from this, uh, motivational speaker. I'm trying to remember her name, but she's, a she unfortunately passed away last year. Uh, Pam. No, no, but okay. she, she, she was, she's from, she was from North Carolina and she mm. made a, a very big uh, uh, point of you know drawing up life lessons in a comedic style, but based on her experience, right? Like you know, a That's southerner pretty much sounds like stand-up comedy. But yeah. okay, carry on. Um, but the, I mean, you know, the the, the yes, but uh, she brought up a very interesting point. It's like you know, people would like to separate things into a binary, uh, uh, black and white situation, right? Mm-hmm. And she she was giving described like. We describe ourselves either as northerners or southerners from the East Coast or West mm-hmm. Coast, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's always a need to kind of break it into this or or, or, or that, you know, that there's never kind of a, a, a gradation or a spectrum. It's just like you this or you that. Um, and I've always wondered if that's just part of our human psychology or if that is just a learned behavior, because it seems, you know. You know, at least in my experience, uh, a lot of a lot of people from various backgrounds tend to do that on different things, not on the same things, but they do kind of have like a very are you are you an iPhone user or are you an Android user? You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I suspect that it isn't just cultural, or we would have more examples of cultures who don't do that. But I don't know that. And uh, I haven't studied this, so I'm I'm speaking, you know, just just off the cuff. But I I think it's pretty universal that that humans do this. What whatever culture they're raised in, we we tend to be binary. We tend to think about things as us and them, this and that. Uh, every every uh, every language I've ever studied has a this and that has a word for this and that. Sometimes they ha- also have. I think Russian has this. Korean definitely has it. They'll have a and that over there, like a third category of. It's like a subcategory of that. It's this, that, and then that thing farther away, uh, which is which is almost breaking the binary. But it's still definitely a that, not a not a separate thing altogether. But I I I suspect it's just how our brains work. Our brains were evolved to 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 kind of break things down into two because it it is in most of human history it was probably advantageous to do that and and saved energy when in your brain i mean you know for me a, a very obvious example in the pop culture world um is the difference between uh, uh house of the dragon and uh the rings of power right mm. one is one is an amazon uh, uh, uh production and the other one is is uh hbo hbo max and um you know it's weird because they're 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 ah, 
maybe because I'm trying to catch, I'm trying to follow along with uh, House of the Dragon, but because I have kids, I'm I'm often interrupted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I'm trying to figure out like what exactly am I missing in terms of the various character uh, interactions. But I come across a lot of like this is you know how does how does Rings of Power compare up to uh, House of the Dragon or you know like are they you know there's very much of a I'm sure there is a competitive aspect to it at least from the at least from the company standpoints that produce it out. Oh, so from a wa- yeah, yeah. from a watch watching perspective, it seems kind of odd. It's like just watch both. Yes, I I understand. So I think there's a couple things going on there. The urge to compare them seems perfectly natural because they're similar things, right? They're both fantasy worlds. Uh, they're both from beloved franchises. Tolkien, you know, is 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 much older and much more rooted in the in fantasy tradition than George R. R. Martin. But George R. R. Martin's no slouch. <laughs> like, uh, if there was no Tolkien, I, you know, Martin might have an argument for for taking the title of of uh, most favorite fantasy writer. And and I think for maybe a few people, he is. Uh, you know, he so so that comparison seems apt, right? Oh, these are these are similar things. They're not the only examples of these things, but they happen to be starting at the same time. Uh, also, they're not just fantasy worlds. They are successors to successful uh, endeavors within those fantasy worlds. So Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power is a prequel to the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Uh, and you House of the Dragon is a prequel to Game of Thrones. So uh, there, there's some more parallels there. So I, I think it's perfectly natural to group them, right? To say, oh, these, these are similar things. Let's talk about them. And then the binary that you're talking about, the this and that part of our brains kicks in and says, well, uh, now we have to choose, you know, how are, how are we going to choose which one is better? And you're, and you're right. We, we don't have to, we, I enjoy both of them. I actually enjoy house of the dragon more. Um, but it's not because of anything. It's just, uh, that I, I, I found rings of power to be a much slower moving story. Um, and, and that's my personal taste. Oh, no, uh, I, I would agree with that. It's definitely, the, the pacing is definitely, there's an, at least for me, there's a noticeable difference yeah, yeah. in the and pacing. Some people prefer Rings of Power for that reason, for the reason I, that I don't prefer it. Some people are like, no, no, I want that pace. So I, I'm I'm not saying that as a, it's better or it's worse. It's it's There is a difference there. But there I go, right? My brain just kicked me into like, so pick one, right? So, but, but really pick one. And I pick one. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I lean toward rings of power, not necessarily because I find it more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I just find it more convenient, which is a yeah, weird sure. thing to say about a show, because as I've mentioned with, with, uh, house of the dragon, I have kids and I'm constantly interrupted. I if anyone interrupted. doesn't know house of the dragon has a lot of violence and nudity yes. rings of power doesn't. So if you no. got a couple of small children, uh, you're probably yeah. going to watch rings of power when they're around. Yeah, and exactly. Then, yeah. There right? isn't, there, there isn't the fear like oh i got i better stop this before they see someone get yeah, yeah. it you know for the third time um and it's weird because it's not that i don't pay attention but i don't need to pay as much attention mm-hmm. like you know the, the mm-hmm. story the story is i don't want to i don't want to like disparage the the writing but it's it's a little simpler like in in so in, in the way that i don't need to necessarily pay attention like you know, ninety nine percent. Did you watch Game of Thrones? 
I did not. And okay. So, did you watch Lord of the Rings? I have. And okay. I've, I've read the books. I so. think those are, and and you haven't read the Game of Thrones, Song no. of Ice and Fire books. Uh, that's a huge difference right there. You you are already steeped in the background material of Rings of Power. Uh, so a lot of things that would confuse you if you hadn't aren't going to confuse you because you're like, well, I know who Galadriel is. Oh, I, you know, I know what I know who the dwarves are. I I know who Sauron is. So that helps. Whereas House of the Dragon, you didn't read the books, you didn't watch all of Game of Thrones. Even though it's a prequel, there's a lot of stuff that's in there that you have to learn. It's not it's not that they're doing a bad job of explaining it, but you have to learn. So that's yeah. going to be a, a a bigger learning curve. I would also argue on top of that, that even if you had watched Game of Thrones and read the books, that there is it is just a more complex set of stuff. <laughs> Whereas Lord of the Rings seems to have simplified it and said, okay, we got humans, we got dwarves, we got elves, uh, and we got Galadriel, we've got Elrond, uh, and, and we got uh, a, a dwarf. It's not Gimli, but you know, basically, this is going to be pretty familiar to you, right? We're not we're not throwing a bunch of curveballs, yeah. uh, and you don't. The way they're telling the story, you don't even need to know any of the the interrelationships or how people are are connected. And they could. Tolkien has all that stuff, same as Martin. They're just not leaning into it as much. I don't feel like. And. And, and and I said like like I said it was it's it's a very convenient way to kind of just get a show in, and not necessarily be on it because you know there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, not just subtext but also a lot of character arcs within uh, House of the Dragon that are I would argue are less numerous in in Rings of Power yeah um, certainly and so. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Like, Which is again, that's not a better or worse. Some people criticize Rings of Power for that very thing, right? They prefer the richness and the complexity of House of the Dragon, but I can see where it would, it would be more conducive, especially in your situation, to to have something that you don't have to pay minute detail to. It really depends on where you're coming and, from. You know, it's 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 like you know you know, picking certain dishes are easier to cook, you know, when you have a family versus like, right. you know, I'm going to make a four course meal. That's a it. really like, good comparison. It is how good something tastes directly proportional to how complex its ingredients are. I, I think people have argued that, but, uh, I, I certainly can think of some very simple foods that taste great. There are. And you know, I mean, a hamburger, uh, I granted, I know one, if we let's imagine we had enough listeners for this to be true, there'd be one person who doesn't like hamburgers out there. But hamburgers are are, are liked even by vegetarians. They won't eat them, but they you know they look for the the veggie burger, right? It's it's just a a tasty way of <laughs> of delivering your your proteins, your vegetables, and your grains. Uh, and, but it's not complex. It's and it doesn't require. I mean, you know, I I I, I toaster oven my 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 burger patties because oh yeah, we've learned that. It actually um, takes less eye eyeball keeping. Like you just set it, mm. and then you can walk away for like uh, uh, 15, 20 minutes and come mm. back, and they're done. Granted, they probably aren't the best way, like opposed to grilling or anything. But you know what? Again, when you're when you're running around, uh, it it surely helps when you have that much less stress uh, dealing with it. You know. And, I think that brings up another interesting point, which is. The effort that goes into the food makes it tastier 
than the complexity of it. So, and, and you could say the same thing about TV stories. The effort that goes into them is, is maybe as important as the complexity of the story. Uh, so yeah, you throw that, that burger in the toaster oven, it's going to come out fine. It's going to be hot. It's going to taste fine. Uh, if you, you know, grill it and pay attention and flip it at the right time and, and treat it, is it going to be better? Yes, but it's the same ingredient. It's just, you know, it's a matter of the effort that went into it. Um, and you know, it's, it's weird in, in this, in this moment in time, we have literally a glut of content and, it's there's so much and so so many things to kind of pull your attention to it's kind of weird in a way it kind of reminds me of of fast food how some people just like well i can't make a decision let's just hit up mcdonald's or burger because you don't want to think (laughs) i mean i don't i make it seem like this is just like you know like watching watching fantasy shows is a chore uh but (laughs) you just want to you just not but it, it it's it's not a chore, but it's a chore to choose, if that makes any sense. Yes. Right? The chore isn't watching the fantasy, and the importance of watching the fantasy is not the same as feeding yourself, uh, but you, you still don't want it to be hard. And especially those of us who grew up in an era of limited choice, where you had four things on TV to choose from any given night, maybe five, you know, got more when cable came along, but having infinite choice which is essentially what you have now you there is nothing on there are things that are new which can narrow the choice well i'm going to watch something new i'm not going to watch something old then that'll narrow the choice and keep it from being infinite but even among new things there are dozens of choices instead of back in the broadcast days in 1980 before fox came along you had four things you had abc cbs nbc and whatever was on that independent channel that night it's it's weird. I'm I'm wondering. I know there there are like television, you know, video uh, uh, critics whose whose whole jobs is to watch that stuff. But I don't even think there's enough human time within the span of like you know when these shows come out mm-hmm. that someone can watch everything. I mean, it's just no. So- and, and and in fact, TV critics uh, don't watch everything. Them one person doesn't watch everything. They they usually farm it out to contractors. They have to. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it's just like any news. You, you can't cover I, everything that happens in news with just one person. You need multiple people. And there's that much TV that if you're, if you're going to be an outlet that, that really is like, okay, we're, we're TV.com. That's what we do. Uh, you've, you've, you've got to, you got to pay multiple people to do it. Cause it's like books. You don't read You don't expect to read all the books. You don't walk into a Barnes and Noble and go, Oh, they're making too many books. I can't possibly afford to buy all these books and get mad. No, you were like, okay, give me a recommendation. What's a good book? What should I, I read? And I think, you know, it's weird because again, like as you were saying, as, as some, as, as pe- people who grew up in an area of limited selection, it's such a weird mind. Yeah. It's, it's a change of mindset. Think, like where, where it's, you know, it's no longer, we all watch the same thing. It's like, Oh, Hey, you watch any good shows lately? And you know, you have your list of, you know, whatever. And when you when you compound that with the availability of foreign language, right? I know you're a big uh, oh, yeah. uh, K-drama, mm-hmm. uh, Korean drama fan. But, you know, there's also telenovelas. You have yep. uh, you have European style, like uh, not procedurals, but like detective shows. Um, what are they called? There's a term for it, Scandinavian, um, like, you know, murder mm-hmm. mystery. Mm-hmm. There, there's a whole thing uh, on that as well. And it's just, 
you know, there's so much. Like I was, there was a, there, there was like a Chilean uh, uh, movie that they turned into a series, a comedic movie. And I remember watching the movies and found it pretty funny, the, the series less so because um, they had to stretch out the stories. Uh, but it's just fascinating because if you, when you add all that, that just makes it even more. And at some point, you just say, "Well, you know what? I, I don't know anything you've just talked about, but this is what I want." Yeah, I, I think. Well, first of all, there are the cultural moments that are still going to happen. There's going to be that book that everybody's reading, right? There's going to be that TV show that everybody's watching. And when I say everybody, I don't literally mean every single person. Which I think, going back to how we were raised back in the day when, you know, someone shot Jr. literally almost everybody watched that. Uh, when MASH had its last episode, literally almost, even then, not everybody did, right? Uh, but we, we're, we're not even at those levels, but there's going to be that thing where like everybody's talking about it. Let's put it that way. Even if you're not watching it, you're talking about it. House of the Dragon is definitely that. Rings of Power is definitely that. Uh, usually there's an HBO show like Euphoria, when Euphoria was around. I didn't watch it, but everybody was talking about it. So you're going to have those, and you can be the kind of person who just follows those. Like, ooh, what's everybody talking about? I want to be in on the conversation, so I'll watch that. Uh, There will always be that thread, even without having mainstream television to push it. Uh, But you you won't be as nudged into doing that as you were when you had limited choice, and for a lot of people, either circumstance or taste or, you know, maybe they're like like I am living with someone who's like, oh, we like to watch these things. They're not necessarily what everybody else likes to watch, but we like to watch them and talk to them, to each other about them. That's going to happen, too. So you 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 will have less of that. What did, did you watch X last night uh, and more of, oh, are you watching X and it will be at a, a more limited number of shows because they're the cultural moment shows. Uh, and the rest of the time, it's like books. Again, we, 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 there are certain books that that hit big. Harry Potter was one. Everybody was reading Harry Potter. Even if you weren't reading Harry Potter, you knew about Harry Potter and people were talking about Harry Potter. There's going to be that. But most of the time when you talk about a book, you don't say, have you read the book? You say, what are you reading? Or have you read any good books lately? The old cliche, right? Uh, you don't assume that everyone's always reading the same books. Well, well, what's also a very interesting, at least trend for me, is that uh, I fall off the wagon. Like if, if there's a series that's not keeping my interest, like I don't feel obliged to keep watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was. That's like cousin. not finishing a book, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It was like uh, I was at my cousin's, and she has uh, she's Disney Plus, and so you know I finished up. Um, uh, what's the uh, what's the one with uh, Obi Wan? Um, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. <laughs> I finished that as I can. That's right. Um, and then I started watching She Hulk, and it's after two episodes. Like, yeah, it's not not for me. Uh-huh. I don't feel bad if I never watch it again. Um, I'm sure it appeals to a, 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 an audience. Now, two it. two things there. One is, I think that's perfectly legitimate. To be like, you know, I started watching something and I'm not going to finish it. Especially when you're traveling. I've noticed that happens a lot where we'll be traveling and either we'll watch something with Eileen's sister, let's say, when we're visiting her uh, or vice versa. They'll watch it with us. Sometimes we'll watch it all together on the trip. We went took a trip, all of us, to Hawaii one time and we watched Kingdom on Netflix. It was great. We watched it all the way through. Uh, other times we'll, we'll expose each other to a thing. Maybe we'll pick it up and keep watching it. Maybe we won't right? That, that seems to happen a lot. 
The other thing is, though, Roger, I think you you like to pick popular things and not like them. No, I I, I am not saying you don't. You're lying about it, but you like to be like, oh, this thing's really popular. Let me just see. Oh, I didn't like it. it. And you like to tell people that you didn't like the popular thing. I have. I have. I (laughs) So this is the thing. I watch it because I want to know what sure. the buzz is. So I, yeah. I watch it. And, you know, I felt obliged. I didn't ask you about She-Hulk. I bet no, no, there are other was, shows that you have stopped watching halfway I, through. I stopped watching Moon Knight. I like, I watched like three. There like you go. The See, episode. much like, less popular series, yeah. but you didn't use Moon Knight as your example. You use She-Hulk. Because She-Hulk is the one that's. Because like, it's <laughs> universally praised. Is I mean it's because it's on it? right now. <laughs> I mean, Moon Knight finished. But come up. on, it's just us. It's just us talking. Level. I, I you know. get a kick out of it. You do. But but it's well. So this is the thing. I watch and listen to popular things to to understand why it's it's popular. Of course, or, of course. And you know it, it's it's weird. Like you know, if there's a, I, I feel partially obliged to. Um, to, uh, to finish Rings of Power for some reason, and I I really can't tell you why. Because <laughs> I, I I'm as much as as much as I like Tolkien, like that particular show doesn't have the same pull. So I sometimes forget, like when it re- releases, I forget to watch because I didn't realize it released. I'm I'm actually the same on on Rings of Power where I've. I want to keep watching it, and I'm not exactly sure why. <laughs> and and I never watch it the day it comes out. I, I think it's because I expect there's going to be a plot twist that I'm not expecting and mm-hmm. I want to be there for it. Yeah. Because it feels like there's a plot twist coming. Yeah. And I don't know what it is and I want to be there when it happens. Because It's very it's tantric be- if it is, if it is, because we're, um, we're like two episodes from the end of the season. So, eh, you know, see, I didn't even know how many episodes are in the season. I figured it was. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know if you're all, all the way caught up or not, but yeah, there's there's only two more episodes left. I watched uh, the one where they finally make it to Middle Earth and they fight. Yeah, the- yeah. Okay, you're caught up then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and I watched that this morning. <laughs> um, we watched it last night, <laughs> so we're not we're we're almost on the same schedule. But it's weird because I no longer feel the pull to be like on top of it. Like I don't feel like before. If if there was a very popular mm-hmm. Battlestar Galactica, that was a sh- the reboot. I felt. Re- pressured not not by other people but I just by the moment to keep up with sure. the series so I could be and that was back in a time when there was still more of that everybody yeah. what, picking from the same pool of shows right and yeah. it was yeah it was much more of a mm-hmm. water cooler yeah, conversation yeah. And so I felt it's like ah, if we're going to be talking you know people are going to be talking about it I should, should be up on it um, but I don't feel that way anymore so it's like I'll get to it when I get to it attitude and it's, it's it's really curious because I never used to be like that because I think more people are like that. I don't think that's just you. I think that's becoming more and more common where 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 people are just like, yeah, I'll get to it. I've got other things in my life, you know. There's there, there's children, there's uh, bills to pay, there's war and climate change to worry yeah. about, you know. I forced myself to blow through because I'm a big uh, Neil Gaiman fan, and so I watched um, Sandman. Sandman, yeah. and I forced myself to go through like over like you know four days, not every day. So like one day, skip a day, and watch it. But to to go through it, but it felt like it felt more like a job to do mm-hmm. it yeah. than like oh I really sing. And I enjoyed it. I thought I thought the I thought you know I had 
certain criticisms of the show, but overall, I, I thought I felt it was a very positive. Uh, yeah, it seemed to be pretty well loved. I have not watched it. It's 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 one that I I, I know I will but, enjoy uh, based on but, what people have told me. But uh, yeah, I just haven't got to it. And you know, I watched the first season of American Gods, but I never felt compelled to sign up to watch the the I rest. Got, like partway through season two, and I just it was one of those where I didn't make that active decision to stop watching it. Like if I scroll far enough on my Apple TV row of suggested shows, it whatever the next episode from when I left off is still there. But I just, I, that ha- well, that happens to me a lot too, where I don't abandon a show actively. I just kind of deprioritize it to the point where it just drifts off and I, and I never go back to it. Oh, and no, and actually I, Orville is an example of where I did eventually go back to it after years. Uh, but, but it took a while. I think of a show where I, I skipped out on a couple of seasons and came back. Maybe Arrow on season. Well, I didn't skip Orville seasons. I actually picked up where I left off, but I took a several year break, uh, as did Orville, I guess. But but I I got like two episodes into season two, and then just didn't didn't watch the next episode for three years, <laughs> and then then watch the next episode. It was oh, it was I not see. an active it wasn't an active decision. It just was like, oh yeah, I need to get back to watching Orville at some point, and it it was never compelling enough for me to do it until recently. I, it's it's weird because like when I was watching Arrow on CW, uh, one of their teen comic book shows, uh, I literally skipped like a season and a half, and I I never felt compelled. You time to go- you time jumped. Yeah, I, I literally felt <laughs> like, like the Flash himself. I did not feel compelled to go back and watch that missing season and a half. I just like, oh, they do enough flashbacks that fills me in. So yeah, I'm I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, I I still am uncomfortable with that, but I know more people who are doing that sort of thing, which actually was more common back in broadcast days when you could record something with a VCR, but it was kind of a pain. So you really didn't do it all the time. Not, not like people did with DVRs. Uh, and so basically if, if you missed a show, you missed it and, and you'd catch up and the shows were built to tolerate that better. They, they'd give you a, a lot of, you know, background information. A lot of shows weren't even proceed, you know, they, they didn't carry on like cheers and those, they, it, you missed an episode. You did, you could, you could always catch it in reruns in the summer, right? It was it was not going to throw you off. But even the ones that had ongoing stories like Dallas, they would catch you up, and then and they would give you clues in the story to be like, oh, okay, that's why that's happening. Great. You know what's weird is I'm sort of drawn back to, when I'm on a streaming service to either watch a movie or a documentary because now they're self-contained, right? There they, they, there is no. Stay tuned for the subsequent episode, you know, for a season. Right, because you don't feel like you're you're exactly. starting a commitment. Yeah. Like I'm I'm done, I'm out, you know, yay. You I know. I do the same thing, but I rewatch shows that I know I liked. Like right now I'm watching Star Trek The Next Generation. Same thing. I don't feel like, oh no, I have to keep up because they're all done. I've watched them before. I just watch them because I know I'm gonna enjoy them. It's my like turn off my brain watch. Yeah, I do that, and when I do that, I'm usually watching uh, either cooking, like a video, like someone like mm. showing you how to cook something, or like a little bit of uh, a comedic. And I, I just remember the woman's name I was referring to earlier in the show. Her name is Jean Robertson. Oh, okay. Uh, so she, if you, it's J E A N E Robertson. But it's stuff like that. Like it's short. It's like comedic. It's like fast food for like 20 minutes, and then I'm out. Yeah, I uh, 
I do some more YouTube stuff. I think I think more people are watching YouTube uh, in that way too. Um, I'll be honest. One of the things I really enjoy is uh, this reality show from the group La Seraphim called Leniverse, where they just do dumb challenges. Uh, it's super fun. They're hilarious. Lots of these Korean groups do this, but not all of them are as enjoyable. It depends on the personalities of the group. Uh, uh, th- this one is is particularly fun. Uh, and are and they always love always love it? Are these like celebrities? Or are these uh, uh, singing groups that they're yeah putting? they're they're a they're a K-pop group. Ah, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, uh, and and so like there was one where they were doing a scavenger hunt in this big uh, children's playground, like like one of those indoor jungle gym kind of children's places. There, there's a whole chain of them in the United oh, I, States. But I, my, when my my uh, eldest daughter was super into a BTS, just there would be just like BTS antic videos. Oh yeah, Run like, BTS is a great show on on uh, on YouTube, and she's yep. just watching those constantly. Yeah, Run BTS was kind of the pioneer of this kind of show. So uh, yeah, I watch Run BTS, which is still going. Uh, it's great. They're there's funny. Su- there's so. something therapeutic in a way. Mm. Right, because you're not. It's, it's, it's something that there's no stake. There's no, there's no, you know, real stake at stake. Like there's, there's, there's nothing of value that will either come crumbling down or whatever. Even if it's manufactured, say like a show like Storage Wars or something. Right, where right. There, there's none of that tension. There, there's like, oh, we got to do this contest or whatever. But it's at the end of the day, it's not like you know. Someone has to fall off the wagon, and they and you whittle away the contestants. For example, mm-hmm. um, the British baking show. My wife watches that all the time. Yeah, on Netflix. And for that very reason, it's very just you know, um, de de stressful. Yeah. Unstressful. Now you said when your oldest daughter was into BTS. What what is she into now? She's now into this uh, FNAF, which is uh, Five Nights at Freddy, which uh, is the, that old game. But there's a whole. It spawned an entire universe of like. Uh, user generated just like comedy videos and like just weird like mu- there's like a guy who does music videos with them mm-hmm. uh there's ones where they do them in short little like uh cgi skits uh so a lot of that stuff and there's like there's a lot of tangential uh material related to it one is called the huggy wuggy from a, a first person shooter game that uh that's played by certain twitch streamers that they also put on youtube and that's a thing Mm-hmm. It's such a thing that they sell toys, and my kid talks to other kids at school about it. Some things never change. Yeah. The kids watch a thing, see a toy, talk to each other, and then want it. Merchandising. It's yeah. as old as time. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, well, something else that is old as time is this show, so we'll wrap it up there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for supporting us at subbrilliant.com slash EMW. And by supporting us, I mean listening. That's all you got to do. We don't ask much. Please. Please listen. <laughs> Until next time. See ya. See ya. Bye.